On Wednesday, November 15th, at the UCSB AS Senate meeting, during which a major walkout occurred, the bill to condemn Hamas passed, and the bill to condemn Islamophobia and anti-Semitism didn't, Senator Renee Folk spoke during the walkout and alleged that an unnamed fellow senator heavily discouraged her from bringing a boycott, divestment, sanctions, or BDS bill to the floor, going so far to say that if she did so without consulting them, they would block all of her future legislation. BDS institutes economic sanctions against Israel to pressure compliance with international law in Israel's treatment of Palestinians, and would likely include divesting from defense contractors. I spoke to her about this incident and about general proceedings of the AS Senate to learn more. Okay, so I'm here with Senator Renee Folk. Uh, could you please introduce yourself to the audience? Hi, um, my name is Renee. I'm a second year pre-political science major. Um, I'm currently an off-campus senator. That's about it. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, thanks for being here. Um, a few weeks ago, the Senate held a meeting in which the body voted on two resolutions, one to condemn Hamas and the other to condemn Islamophobia and anti-Semitism. While you weren't an original sponsor of either of these bills, could you tell us a bit about the conversations around the development of these two new bills? Yeah, um, as, as you mentioned, I wasn't involved in the writing or sponsoring of either of these bills. Um, they were originally um, a resolution to condemn Hamas and Islamophobia was introduced um, standalone. Um, I believe that was uh, two weeks, th two weeks ago, and then the next week they um, altered the resolution to change it to um, just uh, a resolution to condemn Hamas and Islamophobia. Before it was just Hamas. I apologize. Um, there was another bill to um, to condemn anti-Semitism and Islamophobia. That one didn't pass, while the bill to condemn Hamas did pass. To summarize the bills. They were written to, in the in the name of making um, a certain group of students feel more safe on campus. Um, I don't I don't know if you'd like me to give like my opinion on the bills, but um, the first bill talked about student groups and uh, pro Hamas student groups and condemning certain student groups when. Um, as far as I know, there are no pro-Hamas student groups on our campus, um, and it was just riddled with inaccuracies. So um, at least there was a second draft of that bill. And then um, the other bill, there was also some tension over because uh, it was concerning Islamophobia, but uh, the Muslim Student Association wasn't at all consulted um, in its writing. Sorry, that was kind of just me rambling on the two bills, not really a summary. I would really recommend anyone read the bills um, who's interested, but they're basically just concerning the Israel-Palestine conflict right now. They reflect certain agendas of people on our Senate, um, and they do attempt to, in general, um, make more, certain groups of students feel safe. Um, we're trying to include more groups of students in that. Great. And um, just for context, could you explain how bills get drafted? Does the senator come up with an idea and present it to other senators? And is it possible for a non-senator to draft a resolution? 
Of course. Um, so you do have to be um, a senator or in a Senate committee to write legislation. Actually, I'm pretty sure internal affairs might be the only one who's allowed to write bills. But basically, only senators can originate bills. Um, and once they originate the bill, they're considered the first on the motion to put that bill or resolution on the floor. And then um, they do have to have a second, which has to be another um, senator. And, and once they get that second, it's just those two people are needed. They can send the bill to the internal vice president. Um, from there, it's it's live. It's on the floor. Uh, you only require two senators. But um, anyone can really pilot an idea for um, legislation. They just have to bring it to the senator to put their name on it and bring it to the floor. Thank you for that. Then we got into the matter at hand. At the infamous November 15th AS Senate meeting, a walkout occurred in protest of the bills and the AS Senate themselves, as representatives of the boards, committees, and units spoke about not being given essential resources, proper consideration in conversations surrounding their organizations, and being silenced. I went on to ask her about her statement that she made during the walkout. Um, and then during the walkout, you described a um, moment where another senator said they would block your future legislation if you brought a BDS bill to the floor without consulting them. So could you walk us through this event? Yes, I'd I'd love to provide some clarity because I've seen a few different like interpretations of what I said. Um, basically, this senator reached out to me. Um, the first incident was actually during um, election season. So it was before I was elected for this year's term. I was already a, a sitting senator. Um, but basically, dur during this time, this senator gave me a call out of the blue. Um, I had never once aligned myself with um, SJP or uh, student groups with similar missions. I had never expressed in or vocally expressed an opinion in the Senate on the Israel-Palestine conflict. Um, last year, there was a bill in the Senate um, that I think also was concerning the conflict that caused a large meeting like this one this year. Um, and I did ask a lot of questions, but like I said, I never really took a stance. Um, this senator gave me a call and told me, hey, I've heard, I've been hearing from a few people that um, SJP followed your senator account. Um, we're allowed to make these senator Instagram accounts to like advertise um, our values, our platforms, and um, try to get more votes, you know? Um, and this senator told me, based on what I've heard, I would recommend that you remove them as a follower just so people don't get the wrong idea, you know? Um, and they did not specifically say like, oh, you're going to get less votes or um, I'm not going to like you as much or people I know won't like you as much. They didn't say any of that. It was just like a recommendation, an implication, kind of like basically in implying that, you know, if I kept um, SJP as a follower on that account publicly, that that would influence um, my potential to be elected. So that was um, the first incident. And then after I had been fully elected, um, I 
had a meeting with this senator to discuss some other things, some other Senate business, um, and just like general plans for the next year since we had both been elected together. Um, and as I said before, no stance on this issue at all, but I think they had just assumed that I'd be the kind of person who might bring this bill. Um, they just said, um, you can bring any bill you want, you know, you can bring a BDS bill, but if you do so without informing me beforehand, without telling me, this this person meant themselves specifically, not telling the whole Senate, not telling the IVP, just telling them, then I will make it my personal mission to block the rest of the legislation that you try to get through, um, which under policy one of the code of conduct is um, illegal. It's, it's uh, illegal to block a person's political um, advancement in the association. But um, that was, that's basically the gist of the story. I don't, I didn't want to put a personal attack on this senator or the senator's views, honestly. I wanted to, first of all, I wanted to shed some light to people who weren't in the Senate uh, that, you know, there are people who are fighting for a similar cause. Um, it's not just like one coalition of Zionists, the whole Senate, um, you know, and although it's not an excuse for the lack of accountability and the lack of voices from the Senate speaking on this issue, you know, displaying the perspectives of multiple students, it's just a culture of intimidation for the Senate as a whole. Because I know other senators who maybe haven't had this exact thing happen to them where it's like, oh, you should unfollow SJP or you should do this, this and this. But it's a general aura. And I'd say I'm definitely one of the more vocal senators in general, just like in the meetings. So, you know, when there's when I see other senators who I know might feel the same way as I do about this issue or might feel guilt um honestly just wishing you could say something more um i felt like sharing what had happened to me would not only open the door for that but like i said just help people understand in general that you know as much as we are elected to be leaders we are still a member of a group that we're learning from we're still learning student government you know what i mean when they first said that to you, like, did that affect the way you went about Senate business at all? Got you. Well, um, honestly, I wasn't planning on bringing a BDS bill in the first place, which is why I was kind of just like shocked when he said that. Um, in general, too, like the previous two bills we've discussed, I didn't even know they were going to be on the floor like those nights. Um and although I do feel strongly about this issue um, and I love seeing groups on campus besides associated students like grassroots organizing, um, SJP's vigil was really beautiful, but it's, yeah, I, I don't feel like 500 to $600 of honoraria 
per senator per quarter should be going into positional resolutions that we can't even like control funding over. Um, and while I see it necessary now to write more resolutions on this foreign policy to counter the agendas that have already been put on the table, my opinion in the first place was I'm not going to bring a BDS bill because there are more important issues on this campus. You know what I mean? There are students who can't afford their rent, who don't understand their leases. There are students who can't, don't know when their next meal is going to come from, don't know how to take out a loan to pay their tuition, et cetera, et cetera, that our Senate is claiming to be doing projects to help student life. Instead, we're politically infighting over foreign policy. So you mentioned earlier that other senators might feel a similar um, atmosphere of intimidation that you feel that butter may be less vocal during meetings and things like that. Would you say experiences like yours are common in um, AS? Um, I wouldn't know exactly how common they are because I'd say that a lot of people probably don't say anything. Um, political leverage is definitely used a lot. Like, oh, if you do this, I'll do this, you know. But I wouldn't say that people are threatened to get their legislation blocked often. I wouldn't say these kinds of techniques are common in the Senate for normal bills. I'm sorry, not that this bill isn't normal, but bills like this and bills like BDS are the only bills that I've received that kind of intimidation over. No one, no one has been like, oh, I'm going to block your bill to form a temporary committee on housing justice, you know, like, because I'm for the landlords, like, that's not really common. Most of the time, I'd say our Senate agrees on things. Um, and if we disagree, it's like, little things like, oh, financial, we should spend this much or that much. That's, that's our job, really. Um, but I'd say smaller forms of intimidation like microaggressions but micro intimidation <laughs> just like snide comments um they definitely happen a lot um this same senator a few meetings before we had like i had brought up the point that there were no or actually we were discussing um black women's health collaborative and score they released statements on the palace israel palestine conflict as well in support of palestine and the Senate wanted to investigate them. And it was this whole messy thing having to do with my committee. But basically, um, I brought up a point that was like, why are we seeing so many people attend the Senate meetings who agree um, with like a resolution to condemn Hamas? But we don't see we don't see Black Women's Health Collaborative or SCORE at our meetings um, this was before the more recent two, but I was like, we don't see SJP anymore, even because they just have like given up, you know, and then when they finally came to the first meeting that had the resolution to condemn Hamas, this senator walks by me and goes, they showed up. Are you happy now? Like, what do you mean they don't come to our meetings? Because I was making a larger point that People, certain student groups don't even take the Senate seriously. Certain student groups will attend every meeting while others won't attend a single one because they're just like, they don't even think their opinion will be taken seriously. 
Um, and I know you mentioned that uh, the BDS bill isn't something you had taken a stance on before previously, but it's something that's come up in the AS Senate every couple of years. I think it's there's been attempts to pass it like um, around seven times now. Has there been any conversation about it um, within the Senate? Um, recently, no, <laughs> especially with all the other actions and resolutions and bills surrounding the conflict. I was, um, there was talk of working on a bill to condemn the actions of the, uh, or war crimes committed by the Israeli government in Palestine. And me and a few other senators were planning on working on that. And we did reach out to a few student groups, including SJP. Um, but there, that bill's still on a hold until we get things cleared up with the BCUs, with um, the resolution that just passed, and just like repairing relationships within AS as a whole before we can make a really killer bill that encapsulates everything that a bunch of different student groups want to say. Okay, great. And then is there anything else you wanted to add that we haven't touched on? Probably just like, I don't know, it's all love. <laughs> no, no hate to this senator. No hate to other senators who might disagree with my views or like me even doing this interview. Um, but it's, I don't have any animosity towards this person. I think that on a broader sense, I really felt a large amount of guilt seeing that many students aggrieved by a group of people. And I wanted to let them know that hey, it's not just every one of these individuals on their own. You, It's also a group that has its own dynamics of intimidation or power. And um, yeah, that was basically it. Um, I, didn't ha I don't have a problem with that senator. I just had a problem with the way they were playing the game. You know, because it is politics. You can use leverage however you want. You can convince people to do things however you want. But you can't stand firm on one agenda and, you know, threaten other people, especially I I feel senators who might have weaker voices than me. I, I fear that as well. But other than that, it's all love. That's basically all I had to say. Thank you so much. With KCSB News, I'm Zoha Malik.